You're listening to Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don. T-Mad. Don is a pastor with 38 years experience. And Alex is just as curious as you. We look at the most important and interesting questions about the Bible and Christian faith. So let's talk about it. Pastor Don. Good morning, Alex. How you doing? Really good. Good. You sticking to your um, New Year's resolution? You know what? I sort of did an advanced directive. I decided not to make one, then I can't break it. Oh, <laughs> I see. I didn't get last year's done yet, so we're just sort of carrying over. Okay. That makes sense. Every year I've done I've done one where I've, you know, I'm gonna, you know, start jogging, right? Mm-hmm. You know, in 2020, I didn't really jog. In 2021 didn't jog, 22 didn't jog. And this year it's kind of just a running joke. A running joke. Like that. There you I go. heard that today. Yes, you that did that good. well. All right. So I want to see if you've been in this situation before. <laughs> okay. That was something beeping. Technology. Yeah, that's right. God bless us. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, right, we're sitting down at the table for dinner. All right, let's say grace. And we're saying grace. And at the end of it, Charlie goes, Benny didn't have his eyes closed. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. you know, I look at him, I go, how do you know that? He goes, he didn't have his eyes closed, Mike. How could you see his eyes? He goes, I had, I didn't have my eyes closed either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you run into that with your kids? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like every kid has to do it once, right? Oh, at least once. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes more than that. Oh, man. I, I remember yeah. being in that situation, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where you like and, open. And we use the same answer. Yeah. So how'd you know? Exactly. Yeah. I remember opening my eyes, you know, at the, uh, we were saying grace and like seeing one of my other siblings' eyes and we both go, oops. Oops, yes. <laughs> we we caught each other. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. We can't tell on each other because nope. Mutual exclusive. That's Mutual right. Mutual exclusive. Yep. Yeah. All right. So today I you have seen the show The Chosen. Some of it. Okay. Not as much as I'd like. No, it's it's so good. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, you guys, you gotta go watch it. Um it's like actually good. You know, there, there's a lot of them that are like you know, documentaries and stuff like that. But this actually has cinematic quality. They take some, you know, I would say some liberties in I, places. Yes, they do take some liberties. It's very graphic in places. Yeah. Uh, true. But I, I like the tone of it. Yeah. It seems to be realistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes a little too realistic. And I yeah. have to come back away and say, wow, well, I suppose that could be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot of things like, like something like, for example, um, in the chosen in the first season, like Matthew has a dog. Like, did he didn't? We don't know anything about that. No, dog. no, that's not in scripture. But for some reason, they added that to him to kind of make him a more likable person. You know, because otherwise he's not quite that likable. Otherwise, before he starts <laughs> to follow Jesus, you know, he's just a tax collector, and no one likes him. So, right. Um, but I had a question. You know, watching it, they make Matthew what I would call autistic, or at least on the spectrum. Um, he has a lot of those traits, you know, but it, it, what do you think about that? Like, is that, well, is that possible? Oh, possible. Okay. Yeah, yeah possible. Cause that definitely would have been something at that time. I had put him in more the C of the disc profile, you know, having everything exact and precise and and uh, okay. the numbers were important. Those kind of things were, were the attributes I was seeing in Matthew. Um, 
sort of less autistic and more detail-oriented and uh, to the point of being sort of anal about a few things. Yep, yep. So that's where I was headed with Matthew's characterization. Uh, and it was so different than I was thinking that, oh, okay. Yeah. I, it makes a lot of sense, you know, and I feel like the liberties that they took to kind of jump to this conclusion is fair. You know, like, probably they were one of the richest Jews at the time. Mm -hmm. Or, um, yeah, for the most part, maybe, you know, Nicodemus was probably, Because of his role. Yeah. Right, because of his role. You know, he made a lot of money. You know, they have his, he tries to, like, go to his parents' house or something for um, Passover or something. And he's like, they don't want me, and then just leaves. But... So it makes sense if he's like really smart, really good with stuff that he's might be, yeah, might be it. Yeah. And that's very much true to the, to the fact that a tax collector would have been outs even with his, within his family. Yeah. Yep. So those are, yeah, what I've seen, I, I, I affirm. Okay. And they definitely have us thinking outside the box. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I, I mean, like the way that the treatment of Mary Magdalene, even in the first episode, I thought was, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That could well be. And so, yeah. Really cool. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it. So I was kind of thinking about, let's kind of talk about the character of the people we know for sure that we can, that, that we can really get a good grip of who they are, what kind of person oh, they okay. are, as far as, um, you know, the gospel writers. And we kind of went over kind of a little bit with Matthew. Where would you say would be another interesting one to address? like a character. Well, one that comes right off the top of my head is Luke, uh, because we have sort of several windows into Luke. Mm -hmm. Not only his gospel of Luke, but also the book of Acts. He wrote both of them. And if you watch carefully, the change of the pronouns in the book of Acts actually tell the story that he was present in those times. And uh, I, I think that's Interesting to know yeah. that the author was right there. It's not second person. It's first person at that point as to what he's seeing from Paul. Yeah. And then we also have Paul referring to Luke as the physician. And uh, we know that Paul spent time with the gospel writer Luke, mm -hmm. which gives us a little bit. Now, do we know his hair length? No. Do we know his hair color? No, we don't know exactly. But we do know he's careful with his facts. We know that he writes in a, a knowledge. Luke or Paul? Luke. Luke, okay. We know he's a stickler for fact and mm -hmm. detail. Uh, he is also writing in a grammar that is more uh, illustrative of a person of knowledge who's actually gone to school and, and knows how to write. His uh, use of uh, language is more in-depth mm -hmm. than even Paul's. And so, uh, yeah, he was a knowledgeable guy that decided he was going to... Uh, share about his Jesus with a friend. And that's exactly why we have the two, Luke and Acts, right. they're actually letter accounts to a friend of Luke's. Who is it? Do we know? I do know. It's my name and I can't... T -t it's right there. Uh, my dear Theophilus. 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 Okay. You almost got me. I almost that. got you. I yeah. did. I know. I know. I know. If you had, if you had flipped Challenge through it and there. went through the Bible, I would I would have given myself a point today. But yeah, um, I'm sorry. That's, that's you can give that's, him a point anyway. That's okay. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah, because I think it was Luke. Um, 
So would he have been there when they're talking to Nicodemus? When when Nicodemus comes to meet Jesus, have that like secret meeting, and that's only in the book. Of that's only in the book of John. John. So we don't know. See, Luke wasn't actually present as a disciple. Okay. And so we don't have any of those first-person pronouns in the book of in the gospel itself. Okay. The gospel of Luke. Those first-person pr- pronouns actually start to show up after chapter nine when Paul is there. Okay. And then they start to show up, I believe it's chapter 14. I think it's as they start to return to Jerusalem for the Jerusalem Council in chapter 15 that we start to see the change in pronouns and Luke is on the scene. Okay, okay, that makes sense. I'm just trying to think of the time, like who would have been there at the time with Nicodemus? Because what I'm, what I'm thinking of is there's this one part in the series where they're kind of listening in on Jesus' talk to Nicodemus. And mm-hmm. one of the uh, one of the people that was there, so it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't Simon. It, it, it was uh, man. Anyways, he was like, "Shh, stop talking to me. I'm writing this all down." Who would that have been? John. Okay. Yeah, John would have been writing it down in first person. That checks out. And what's interesting is John has a lot of those conversations that are not in the other three gospels. Mm-hmm. Uh, several places. It's only in John. Yeah, and that's one of them. That's kind of neat that because we don't have a Luke three sixteen, right, or a Matthew three sixteen, right. We have a John three sixteen. Yep, very famous one, mm-hmm. and it's only he's the only one that talked about yeah, it. He's the only one that got it down. That's very interesting. I, I want to talk a little more about Nicodemus too here, but I think uh, I'll save that for next week. Oh, okay, because we're going to talk cliffhanger. Uh, yes, yes. Okay. We got we got a question uh, wanting us to kind of do some more about the difference between the. Um, Jewish and Christian faith. So next week. Okay. All right. Sounds good. So what is John's character like? Oh, yeah. Well, John was theorized to be the youngest of the disciples. Okay. And so he's young and he's uh, probably a kitty almost at this time. And uh, he's the one that got closest to Jesus uh, he's the one who laid his head on Jesus' bosom okay. when uh, they were reclining at the table. Uh, there's there's some intimacy there. Mm-hmm. Possibly Jesus just taking care of this kid right? kind of thing. Uh, John then was the only one of the disciples that actually lived a full physical lifespan. Actually more than normal. Yeah. Because we think he might have lived till the 90 AD... Yeah, almost 90, 93, 96 AD. Crazy. Which would made him, yeah, way old. Mm-hmm. Way old for those days because lifespan would have been about 46, 48. Yeah. Would have been considered, you know, old. Oh, yeah. So he almost doubled that lifespan. Uh, his personality was pretty uh, laid back and getting down the notes. Yep. Uh, Jesus was very important to John. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell that by just how dedicated he was. And to make sure that it got everything down. Yes. And even at the end of his gospel that he says, well, I didn't get it all down, guys. If there's not enough yeah. pens in the world and there's not enough ink in the world to get everything down that Jesus said. Mm-hmm. That that speaks a little bit of John's endearment to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. All right, who are we missing? We got Mark. 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 Yeah, Mark would have been, uh, he he didn't, it's a shorter of the Gospels, 
Uh, he doesn't add any extra frills. It's pretty basic. Mm -hmm. And I think he's a no-nonsense guy, guy's guy. And uh, we don't spend time on the inessentials. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been a little older, uh, but not the oldest. And uh, yeah. Good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, th I think it's interesting, you know, learning about, you know, reading the Gospels and stuff. And when, once you get into a Bible study where you have to, like, sit down and actually tear something apart, that's when it's a lot of fun to kind of dive into these other little things where it's mm -hmm. like, why, wh why is it referred to this way from this person and this way from this person? And just the amount of uh, things that are newly profound to you. I right. guess I shouldn't say newly, but profound. That you never thought of before. Right. And uh, I like that kind of study. I also like the kind of study where you just sit with the word and you read it and allow the Holy Spirit to give you those moments. Mm -hmm. And then go to the secondary documents, what I call secondary document. Anything that's outside of this document, I consider secondary. Okay. And then uh, see what others are saying. Mm -hmm. I, I think the point that I draw the line is if I make the secondary documents any more, more, more important than the primary the Bible itself, and what the Holy Spirit's putting on my heart. Because I believe, I believe God has a message through his word for each and every one of us individually. And if we're not attentive to our reading with the Holy Spirit nudging, yeah. we're not going to pick up the nuances right. of how God's trying to get our attention. Yeah, And then, then we could go to the secondary resource maybe, but if God's Holy Spirit is nudging us to go to Matthew chapter 13 and talk about the parable of the soils and read that and why, why are there six different kinds of soil? Mm -hmm. Well, there's a reason. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Yeah, treat, treat that second, secondary um, study material. Don't give it too much authority just because it's got some big name on it like Tim Keller or give me another one. No, Bruce Noun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't give it more authority than the Bible. Treat yeah. it, you know, like it's a friend trying to get you to see something a little bit different that you're not seeing. Yeah. I got a guy who, who could quote all those authors and their book and where it was at in the book, but it can't go to the book, chapter, and verse of the primary document. Yeah. And then I saw, so what's backwards about this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Get the primary document. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of us need help looking through those things, too, sometimes. Yeah, and, and you know, it's just, it's 66 books, but it's not any longer than some of the novels that some people read. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not bad. So, yeah. All right, last question comes from Rob Stout. Rob Stout, yes. Uh, Hi, right. Rob. We know him. Sometimes you say, um, you know, before you give a message, you say, you know, God, give me lips of clay. What does that mean? Well, in Genesis chapter two, we are all made of dust. Yeah, and and I, when we talk, and then uh, uh, Jeremiah talks about us being in the potter's hands, and mm -hmm. I think of clay, and I'm actually putting those two nuances together. It's, I'm not sure it exists in the scripture otherwise, but I realize how fragile I am. I mean, take one good heart attack, and yeah, uh, I'm very fragile. If I'm given this message. Lord, I, I entrust into you these fragile lips of this frail old man and, and say, use them, Lord. Mm -hmm. So that's lips of clay. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, we we're curious not, about that. If there was not that I need chapstick. Right, right. Yeah. Well, maybe it's wet clay, right? It'll dry out. No, no. Yeah. You just want it to be molded shape. That's kind and of I, I find that, you know, since we've been pastoring here at Westchester, there's been a lot of things that God has done in my life to shape me differently. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, my preaching style has evolved. evolved. I don't like that word. But it's, it's evolved. It's different than what it has been before. Mm-hmm. And that freedom that I've been given to, to preach that way is a gift. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you like the word evolved? Because it reminds me of evolution, and I don't believe in revolution. Oh. See. Evolve reminds you of revolution? Evolution. 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 Okay, that makes Not more sense. Revolution. Yeah. Sure. Evolution. And I think of this lizard crawling up on the beach and all of a sudden growing legs and yeah. And then standing up and talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, that makes no sense. Monkeys don't I saw make that sense. in a cartoon once. That's right. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, we had to watch that evolution thing in high school. That was like this is doesn't this make uh, sense to people? Nope. Does it does well it, really it does make sense to people? Well it does if you have to eliminate God. Sure. Then you have to make something that even if it's crazy makes sense. <laughs> but in any other form, if you were to take that out, you'd look at that cartoon and say, That really doesn't make any sense. No. No, it doesn't. It's all random chance. That's tough. Yeah, and I find throwing things together by chance doesn't work very good for me. No. No. But what if you did it a billion times, they would say? No, it still wouldn't. One come. of those things would have come. Yeah. Surely. Yeah. Yeah. Remember someone, someone was saying, like, you know, if you pushed on a wall an infinite number of times, one of those times you would go through the wall. You'd pass through the material of the wall. And I said, really? Really? Does you, that you make any so? sense to the human mind? No. Man, sure Sorry. Not so good. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. That's right. Well, will you pray us out? I'm capable of doing that. All yes. Right, I'm glad. Lord, we thank you for the privilege you've given us to be a part of somebody's life today. And they're listening. Heavenly Father, guide us all, all of us who call ourselves your people, in the presence of your Holy Spirit today to do exactly what you've asked us to do, to your honor and glory. Lead us, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, everyone, thanks for joining us today. Um, send us those questions at tmadask.com. We have our own address. That's right. <laughs> and did you notice this, folks? Yeah. This is new. This is an Alex thing. Yep, I got a 3D printer for 3D Christmas. 3D printer, and... and he did good, didn't he? Yeah. yeah he even has a halo above it. <laughs> yes. Well, that's, yeah, that's little, at least a little knot there. Yeah. All right. Oh. Um, next week, got some questions about... Um, uh, the Jewish faith. Um, I had some good feedback on that. So if you like that one, make sure you join us next week too. Share with a friend if you want. And uh, we will see you all next week. Lord willing. Bye. Thanks again for joining us for this week's episode. We are both having a ton of fun making these videos and episodes. And if you're having fun too, please tell a friend about this and help us to grow this mission. Thank you and God bless.